0: You're listening to a Big Finish production. This is the Big Finish podcast released on Sunday the 29th of July 2018 in the year of the... Let's see what year it is. The year of the 2018. Let's see what Chinese New Year it could be. It's not New Year, is it? Um, 2018 is the year of the dog, apparently, there we go, uh, the dog is the 11th in the 12 year cycle of the Chinese zodiac sign, Uh dog is a man, but well, we will know what a dog is, I'm not going to read that out, uh, that, that would be ludicrous. Um, but yes, this is the Big Finish podcast, okay, so without further ado, Q, no Nick and just Benji. Hello and welcome to a strange podcast indeed. I'm Benji Clifford. My co-host, of course, Nick Briggs, is sadly uh, not here with us today. Uh, he's feeling decidedly under the weather and so he can't be with us. Uh, since he's the man who normally does all the writing, the planning and and all the the, the wackiness uh, uh, that, that goes into making uh, a Big Finish podcast, uh, this week's podcast will be slightly shorter and a little bit different. Well, very different, in fact. Uh, no latest releases round up, uh, news, emails or randomoid Selectatron, uh, but there is a special interview to celebrate the recent release of Tortured One, Machines. Director Scott Hancock chats with Yvonne Hartman herself, Tracy Ann Oberman. And further, to make up for the absence of Mr Briggs, um, we've got two 15-minute drama teasers for you. Not one, but two, that's right. The first will be from our 8th Doctor Time War 2 box set out now, by the way. Uh, Paul McGann stars an episode entitled The Lords of Terror by the terrifying Jonathan Morris. The second drama tease will be from Class, out in August, the Doctor Who TV spin-off, which has just come to big finish, and is pretty blooming exciting as well. Our first 15 minutes is from the first episode of Volume 1, entitled Gifted by Roy Gill. And those teasers will be coming up right after our guest star interview over to Scott Hancock chatting to Tracy Ann Oberman.
1: Hello, welcome to this special little bit of The Big Finish Podcast and I'm joined now by the delightful and wonderful...
2: Tracy ann Oberman.
1: Oh, back as Yvonne Hartman for The Big Finish Tortured Range. (laughs) Yes. How are you doing?
2: I'm really good. I love playing Yvonne. Makes me very happy.
1: (laughs) We love having you back. Um, (laughs) So, Nick Briggs has a little format for The Big Finish Podcast. He has certain set questions. Okay, go. A set menu. To begin with, he always likes me to ask people, how did you first meet
2: Him. I think I first met Nick years ago when I came in to do a big finish before I did Doctor Who. Oh,
1: okay. I don't know
2: why I think that, but I have a vague memory back in the Jurassic Age we did meet and then obviously when I was in the uh, Doomsday and Army of Ghosts, I think Nick was on set then and we spent Mm. quite a lot of time together and Barney as well. So yeah, between the two of them.
1: And Nick Pegg as well. Yes, and
2: Nick Pegg, I had the full... The full lot,
1: dialect contingent. Yeah, it's brilliant. And his next question, he always likes me to ask, is uh, what is agitating your molecules in the Big Finish universe? He he also he likes me to ask that particular question to get the reaction you have just given me. Huh? The listeners can't see the expression on your face, but
2: huh? <laughs> um, well. What's agitating my molecules is um, I would love this this whole new torchwood mashup to make it into onto the small screen. That's what's agitating my
1: molecules. <sighs> but you've got to love the audio medium. Oh, I mean, you, you have. do love the audio oh, medium. Oh, I
2: do. I love it. You're I a big really...
1: sort of Radio 4 sort of yes. contributor. and.
2: I love it. Uh, yeah, no, the pictures are all in your head and you can go anywhere with it. <laughs> what else is agitating? Well, obviously, the imminent Third World War
1: that, uh, for his reasons. Well, yeah, but yeah. <laughs> The Cicero thing excited you when <gasps> were you found out about that because you're a classicist.
2: Oh, yeah, like, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. And I'm, I'm trying to find a way of bringing my love of classics and Doctor Who together. So mm. I think you and I are we plotting something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we're, that's what's had There you go, my antennae is <laughs> twitching.
1: And, eagle eyed listeners, you snuck into the Cicero studio whilst you were doing tortured. Yes! Just to play, I can't remember, a, a matron and a pay- uh, yeah. prostitute. <laughs>
2: Something like that. Something like that. Was yeah. that a different one? No, no, no. I did. I did. I played a mate. I had a woman shouting out, "Yes, that is exciting. That that does twitch my uh, molecules in yeah. this universe." The idea of classics and and uh, and science fiction together.
1: It was Brilliant. very lovely because you just yeah. Well, <laughs> I think you had a, br- a scene off and you literally just swept into our studio and right. I'm here. Yes, I did. I did. <laughs> And in the wider world, away from Big Finish, what is agitating your molecules? Any books or films or things that have been exciting you? I, apart from the imminent third world y- war, you keep talking y- about. Yes. <laughs>
2: um, what is exciting? Well, I'm excited about doing some plays that I'm about to do at the end of the year. So, working on Harold Pinter is exciting me. Also, in terms of books, I read for the first. In terms of my of science fiction and all of that dystopia stuff, mm. I love. I read very quickly because I thought they were really well written. Um, the Girl with All the Gifts and The Boy on the Bridge mm. and I can't remember the name of that writer but they're really is a very good little trilogy of post-dystopian nightmare apocalyptic universe stuff. That's the sort of jolly thing I like to take on holiday.
1: Oh, blimey. I mean, you, you do seem to be ridiculously busy. Do you find much time to uh, uh, no, Well, no,
2: TV. I, I am busy. I've actually just turned down a whole load of stuff because I suddenly thought this is, you know, I do like, I think it is important to have a work-life balance. But um, I... Uh, I, yeah, so I'm, I'm going to take a couple a month off before I start on the next thing. But I, I do love my sci-fi me. Mm. So I always try and find normally things to read or listen to.
1: Lovely. And what would you like to do more of a big finish? Because obviously you've cemented yourself in the tortured range, not only in the p- present tortured mm. going forward, but the past. Um, is there anything else you'd like to tackle? Well, I have to
2: say I, I love Yvonne... Coming back, and she was such a strong character. So it's it's really brilliant, and I'm so grateful for you giving Yvonne another run of you know another run of life, and in all the different blame Russell ways. T Davies no, and James Goss. I know, but Russell and James have been so supportive, and that's lovely. I would love to see. Well, there's so many books that could be adapted, mm. and I always I'm going to make a whole pile of them and put them under your nose
1: to we see if we do can Medea. work on them. We should do Medea, but
2: we should also do sci-fi
1: Medea. You see, I'm I'm thinking like when Russell did the uh, Midsummer Night's Dream sci-fi version.
2: I definitely should do sci-fi
1: Medea,
2: sci-fi Medea, sci-fi Hecuba, sci-fi everything.
1: Philoctetes, you could (laughs) do a really nice (laughs) version of that. (laughs) We could do
2: Petronius's Space Meal, the (sighs) space dinner party. They are for the
1: space classes. frogs. Oh, oh we are the now. musical frog.
2: <laughs> yes, and and then, um, but just you know, also doing. I I do think that there's um there's a whole load of Jack Womack books that I always reread because I loved his whole ambient series. And if there was a way of get, making those work, would be great. So lots of nice, lots of interesting things. Going on. Yes. And ask me another question.
1: So, Tracy, randomly, this might be a bit of an odd non secretaire, uh, but anything you want to say about bringing things back from the dead?
2: Well, there was a sci fi pro. Well, when I was very young, really, really young, and I, Mark Gatiss and I have often discussed this, there was a program called Raven, which was really weird. Mm. And there was also um, a play for today on television called About a Time Travelling. Oh, I can't remember. Anyway, there we go. Go. No, Raven. <laughs> there you are go, writing. Raven. And you've done you've already done Tomorrow People. And you've already done Survivors. Oh, by the way, that, do, that's it. Flip side of Dominic Hyde, have you done it?
1: No. No. James Goss, uh listeners, James Goss just piped in over the talk because you won't be able to hear flip it. Flip side of space.
2: Dominic Hyde. Yeah. Oh, James, you're like an encyclopedia. <laughs> Amazing. Oh, he's curtsying in a really sweet way. A
1: little hooray.
2: But um, also what I'm loving and I'm really touched by this is how many people along my travels of work have come up to me and told me that they listen to um, all the Big Finish stuff and how much they love Yvonne and loving Torchwood and I'm really, you know, I get a lot of Friday Night Dinner love, a lot of Toast love, a lot of Doctor Who love, but I get a lot of Big Finish love and that is really... Gratifying.
1: Quite right too. Tracy Ann, thank you for a lovely day in studio. Thank you.
0: We'll hear more from you very soon. Bye bye. It's great to hear that Tracy gets a lot of love for her Big Finish work, and we love her too. And if you haven't already caught up with her in *Tortured One Machines*, don't miss it. It's absolutely brilliant, and it's waiting for you to order and download onto your very own Big Finish app. Now, the app is uh, well, it's an app, isn't it? You know, everybody, an application for your phone. But what it does is it syncs with your Big Finish account. It shows all of your purchases that you've made, and it enables you just to download it. Obviously, if you've got enough data to do it on the go, you can, or connect to Wi-Fi and download it on there but it's really rather nifty and it's a really great way of uh, being able to, to to listen to big finished releases without having to do that that hassle of plugging the phone in putting the CD or the download onto your, into your iTunes or whatever you, you put it on dragging it in you know you, you kind of cuts out the middleman or or woman and, um, and straight away you've got it all there on your phone to enjoy highly recommend that one it's a game changer Right, anyway, so onwards to the rest of our two drama teasers this week. First up, brace yourselves for a rocky ride into the Time War with the Eighth Doctor at the helm. It's the Lords of Terror.
3: Blissy, you're absolutely sure that this is what you
4: want? I'm sure. It's not fair for my mum and granddad to go on thinking I'm dead. I have to see them, let them know I'm alive.
3: That might raise some awkward questions.
4: Then I'll just have to come up with some clever answers.
3: And if they ask you how you survived the Theseus?
4: Uh, an escape pod.
3: Except the Daleks destroyed them all. How are you going to explain that yours is overlooked?
4: My ID was stolen at Jupiter spaceport. Somebody else used it to get on board using my name.
3: It's not the most watertight story I've ever heard.
4: But they'll buy it. Hey, hey, they're going to be so pleased to see me. They're not going to care.
3: All right. So, Bliss, your home is...
4: Capital city, Derelobia. It's one of the Orion colonies.
3: And There's one other thing, of course. What's that? Your mum and granddad, they're gonna want you to stay. So? Are you prepared to leave them again? Put them through more fear and heartache? Or is this the end of the line? of City, Daralobia, one month after we met on the Theseus. Are you sure? Of course I'm sure-ish, fairly sure. Sure as can be expected. Do you know every alleyway of the city?
4: No, but- Then we'll just have
3: to find you a bit you do recognize. The
4: sky. I can't see the sky.
3: What? Oh.
4: There's, There's a roof over the buildings, concrete.
3: Some things are bound to have changed while you were away.
4: Like them sticking a huge dome over the whole city.
3: It is a little unlikely, I'll admit. Oh, now this is more like it.
4: What's going on? A rock concert?
3: Well, they've come to watch a football match on the screens.
4: I don't remember there being any screens.
3: But you've been here before. You recognize it?
4: Yeah, yeah. Some of the buildings are the same, but they weren't covered in red and black banners. No? And the people weren't half starved to death.
3: Food shortages?
4: This couldn't have all happened in one month, not even a year. Doctor, you've you've landed me in the future.
3: I'm sorry, but this isn't the future. This is your home planet, Derelobia, exactly one month after we met.
4: But then, what's happened to it? What, What could have done all this?
5: Citizens of City Dome One, I bring you great news. Work on the rocket is ahead of schedule, and soon it will be ready to be launched against our enemies, the Daleks.
3: That answers that.
6: Let
5: us not forget how the Daleks attacked our world, how they laid waste to our cities, how they poisoned our seas and our air. But soon we shall turn the tide of this war, and it will rain destruction down upon their planet. We will blast it from the skies. Our rocket will end this war forever. Death to the darkness. Death to the darkness. Death to the darkness.
4: I don't believe it. They're, they're practically hysterical.
3: Yes, indoctrination through crowd psychology. Somebody's been reading Orwell.
4: Doctor, what about my mum and my granddad? Are they, are they going to be in this crowd somewhere? It's possible. Because if they are, I have to find them.
3: Bliss, that might not be such a good idea.
4: It's not up for discussion. This is my family we're talking about. I have to know what's happened to them. Work shift
5: nine commencing. Work shift nine commencing. All unassigned labor must report to Munitions Factory 7. It is the duty of every City Dome 1 citizen to play their part in the war effort. We must all work for victory. Work for victory. <laughs>
7: All oh. workers, get out! We have to shut down the floor! Get out! Shayla, this is it. This is our chance. What about Deccan? He didn't get clear. We have to go, now! Get out!
6: Everyone! Oh. They're aging! They're aging to death!
7: And so will we if we stay here. Come on!
5: Must assemble
6: in the supply guard. The factory has been attacked by enemy agents and will be closed until the time storm disperses. Enemy agents? Deccan wasn't an enemy agent. No, but he did just blow up half a factory.
7: You can see where they might make that mistake.
4: Uh it's just along here. Oh, no. What? This is where my house was. Are you sure? Of course I'm sure. Why, why would they knock it down?
3: I don't think they did. What? This isn't the result of a scheduled demolition. It's the result of an explosion. No. <sighs> Quite a while ago, too. The dust has settled.
4: They're dead, aren't they? They're dead.
3: Maybe. If they even existed in this version of history.
4: What do
3: you mean? It depends how far back it was when events were changed.
4: You mean my mum and dad might not have been born? My granddad too? Perhaps. And what about me? If my mum and dad never existed, what does that make me?
3: I don't know, Bliss. An orphan of the time war?
4: But I, oh, I remember them. Is is that some other universe now, a different reality?
3: When an infinite cosmos is the battleground, Casualties can take many forms. We're
4: well, looking at this place, what it's become. Who'd want to grow up in a world like this? If my mum and dad never lived, maybe it's just as well.
6: Protector Lendek, the explosion was deliberate. Somebody set off a cluster shell, and now there's nothing left of them but a pile of bones and a name tag.
5: What's the damage?
6: Uh, 20 dead. Another 30 suffering from time exposure.
5: I mean the factory.
6: Oh, uh, it should be ready to resume production in two hours. We'll
5: force them to work double shifts
6: to make up the time. Yes, protector. Uh, there's one more thing. There are two workers unaccounted for.
5: They must be captured at
6: once. Oh, uh, we'll find them. I-, I guarantee it.
5: I hope so. I need to remind
6: you that we can always find work for enforcers in the Cronondite
3: mines. Yes, Protector. That must be the rocket they were talking about.
4: Whoa. It's nearly as tall as the dome.
3: Quick, hide. Someone's coming.
4: This way, Sheila.
6: Why did I let you talk me into this? We haven't got a chance. They're gonna kill us.
7: You first, if you don't keep up.
3: Hey! Over here! What? Do you want to escape or not? Over here? But well, what are you waiting for? Who is he? Can we trust him?
7: Does it even matter? Anything's gotta be better than being caught by the enforcers.
3: That's it. This way. Okay, quickly. Why do you want to help us? Because you're running.
4: Doctor. There's loads of guards heading this way. They're going to find us if we stay here.
3: Do you have any better ideas?
4: When I lived here, at the back there was an alleyway. We might be able to use it to get away.
3: Let's hope it's still there. Lead on.
6: They must have come this way. Search the ruins every inch. If you see them, shoot to kill. Yes, sir. (laughs)
4: Stay say for a few minutes?
3: What did you mean about helping us because we were running? In my experience, if you want to find out what's going on somewhere, ask the person being chased by guards.
4: Find out? Oh, we've only just arrived. We're not from this city. What? But there is only City Dome One.
3: Uh, unless... unless they're Dalek agents. They're no, not quite the opposite. I spend most of my time fighting them. I'm the doctor, by the way. This is my friend Bliss.
7: Collier Tenement 56. Yearborn four.
3: Sailor, tenement 54, yearborn seven.
7: So you're here to help us fight the Daleks?
3: If I can. But you seem to already have the matter well in hand. Your rocket is a remarkable achievement. If you knew how many lives it would cost, the suffering it's caused.
4: But if it wipes out the Daleks?
7: One rocket wouldn't do that. It would just provoke them into another attack. Enforcers! We should move
3: anywhere in particular.
7: There's an auto tram stop about a hundred yards that way.
3: Okay, but I'm afraid I'll have to ask you to pay. I don't carry loose change. This section's empty. Good, I can talk.
6: Tell us about the war.
4: How long ago was it?
6: 20 years. I was only a small boy. I didn't really know what was happening until we were moved to the city.
7: Same for me. I was only a baby when I was evacuated. My parents were killed in the attack. And and you've been under siege ever since? Yeah, Yeah. Nobody can leave the city
4: because of the poisoned air. Why? What what, what are you saying?
3: Only that the Daleks seem to be rather taking their time.
4: Mm, Patience is uh, not one of their virtues.
3: And while the atmosphere may be toxic to you, I doubt it would pose any problem for the Daleks. You mean they could have destroyed us long ago? You said they wiped out all the other cities, but they allowed you to construct a rocket to use against them. So who are we going to meet? We took this particular tram for a reason, didn't we? There's a...
7: If they are coming with us, they might as well know. There's a secret resistance group in District 17.
4: If they're secret, how do you know about them?
6: There are rumours. Whispers. And District 17... Nobody
3: goes there. It's just abandoned storehouses. But you've never met any members of this resistance?
7: No, but they have to exist. I mean, who else has been carrying out all the sabotage?
6: Well, we'll find out soon enough. This is it. District 17.
3: What do you mean? It would be distressingly ironic if they mistook us for spies and we all got shot.
4: Oh, oh. What's that? A bombardment. The attacks are still going on?
7: Same time every night. The Dalek fleet's in orbit, which brings it over the city.
4: Shh, shh, shh. What is it? There's someone there.
3: Hello? Hello? We know you're there. Get out of here. What? Go! Both of you, go!
4: Come on, come on!
6: Ah! Don't move. You two stay exactly where you
4: are.
6: Quick. Oh, well, they haven't seen us. All right. Enforcers, take them. Yes, sir. No, no. You're not sending me outside. No! Don't run, Shayla. It's just the excuse. Ah! 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 Ah!
3: I told him not to run. Throw down your weapons. I would love to, but I'm afraid I don't have any. See? There's only
6: one reason Poles come to District 17 to join the resistance.
3: A resistance which doesn't exist. It's just a rumor put about to lure any would-be rebels into a trap. They're all so desperate to believe it's true. It's pathetic.
6: Where's the other one? Other one? The woman, Pollya. Where is she? No idea. Lock down the perimeter. Check every storehouse. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And as you. Pretty soon you're going to wish you'd got shot while you had the chance.
7: They just shot him, in cold blood. They'll kill us too if we don't get out of here. But the doctor! There's nothing we can do! Enforcer's quick, down
8: here.
6: Over there, I heard something. Probably just a gutter rat. And it could be the 56. If we're the ones that bring her in, it's extra food rations for a week.
4: Oh, they're coming this way. We should run. No chance. But then what do we do? I
6: oh, know you're there. You might as well surrender. There's no way out. This is how this works. I ask you a question. You
3: give me the answer I want to hear. That way, you don't get hurt. And after you've recorded my confession, what happens to me then? What do you think? You'll be banished from the dome. Oh, good. For a minute there, I thought it might be something bad. It's only fitting that agents of the Dalek should die
6: choking on the air, poisoned by their masters. You don't really believe I'm a Dalek
3: agent, do you?
6: When I'm finished, you'll believe you're a Dalek agent. Why don't you just tell me what to say, and I'll say it. First you tell me who you are, your tenement and year born. Then the names of your co-conspirators. I am the Doctor.
3: I am not from this planet. I am a Time Lord.
6: A Time
5: Lord?
3: It's interesting you've heard of it. Rendo, you
5: fool, you'll ruin everything!
4: (laughs) Oh. A bit loose round the waist, but needs must. Uh, so, what do we do about the guards? Mm, easiest thing would be to kill them. Uh, if you do that, you're on your own. Or we leave them in a gutter, bound and gagged.
7: They'll be reported missing and found, eventually. That sounds better. And then they'll be court-martialed
4: for allowing themselves to be overpowered. Yeah, then I'll tell the judge they didn't stand a chance, the way you leapt out on them, knocked them out. I've, I've never seen anything like it. Uh, so now, now we've got their uniforms, where are we going? Up there. What, the tower? It's called the Fulcrum. It
7: extends all the way to the roof. It's where our good and mighty protector lives. Uh,
4: That's where they've taken the doctor? It's where they take all the traitors. For execution. Then let's hope we're not too late.
0: Smashing stuff there. Um, I love working on the Time War uh, series. There's some great stories in there. Um, Bliss, fantastic companion. Um, In that one particular, we had that huge crowd sequence there, um, which was great fun to do. I think in there we had a football crowd, which I I brought the recording in for. Um, A protest as well, for some reason, that was in there. Um, As well as loads of fun um, stuff that Ken recorded in the studio of lots of actors doing their thing and shouting and doing all that business. It was really fun to kind of mix it in there and make a really big big arena sort of sound of people cheering and, and doing stuff there um but you know unfortunately we have to end it there on that one um but it is a tease you see anyway the time war 2 box set is available now uh, so if it's caught your interest and tingled your ear things then you know what to do click that order button and get it on your machines whatever they are your war machines your phone machines um yes so now It's time for our second and final drama tease for this week's podcast, the Doctor Who TV spin-off, Class, and our opening episode entitled Gifted by Roy Gill.
9: Oh, 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 look out! Uh, uh. You maniac! Don't just drive off! Ugh!
10: Oh, heavens, you poor thing. Are you all right? Uh, fine. Thanks. He nearly hit you. Driving like a demon. Shouldn't be allowed.
9: No arguments there.
10: Are you sure you're okay? You look ever so pale.
9: Oh, just a few bruises. Bike'll need fixing, though.
10: Oh, dear.
9: Oh, chains snap through. Can't sort it here. Not without tools. Looks like I'm walking home. Oh,
10: don't do that. I can't let you go. Not yet. Not till you feel better, anyway.
9: It's good of you to be worried, miss...
10: Folks call me Mab.
9: Mab? What's that short for?
10: Nothing. Just is.
9: I'm fine, Mab. Truly. And I must be going. If it gets much later, my old mum will kick up a fuss.
10: Well, that settles it. You come over to my place, rest up. You can use the phone, give her a bell. I couldn't impose. <laughs> Wouldn't be imposing it would be friendly. And I'll sort you out with a cuppa, or perhaps something stronger.
9: For the shock?
10: <laughs> yes,
9: if you like. You're very kind, Mab, and sweet.
10: Mm-hmm. Do you think? Yes, I do. Come on then, what do you have to lose?
9: Well, yes, uh, thanks, that'd be great.
10: Magic. It's not far. Just across the road, and through the trees. Blimey. It's a bit grand. Carter Hall's upkeep is steep, but you have to pay the price in life, don't you?
9: Everyone I know lives in flats.
10: It's been in the family a long time. Won't you come in,
9: gentle light? Never seen anything like this. All these wood panels.
10: How are you feeling now?
9: I'm... actually much better.
10: Good. Come, sit by the fire. I'll move these things.
9: That's a Gibson J-50. Is it? It definitely is. I'm telling you, like Dylan plays on his first album.
10: Why don't you give me a song? I
9: couldn't. Your boyfriend wouldn't like me messing with it.
10: I don't have a boyfriend.
9: Husband, then. Oh, heck, he's not about... Uh, I don't want him to get the wrong impression.
10: No husband either, silly boy. And no wrong impressions.
9: Then whose guitar?
10: Yours. You are. Go on. Take it.
9: I'm not very good. I mean, I really want to be, but the truth is, I only know a couple of chords.
10: Then play those. Serenade me.
9: Okay. Here goes nothing. Try not to throw things. Oh, no
10: way. Easy when you know how. But I don't, I never could. You must just be gifted. The boy with the neck. It's this place, somehow. Got to be. I could tell you were special from the first moment I saw you.
9: When I fell off my bike, you mean?
10: Longer ago than that.
9: I think I need to be going. Not now. But my mum, she'll worry.
10: You accepted my help. You've taken my gift. What do I get, Thomas?
9: I never told you my name. You didn't have to. You what? What's going on here?
10: Like I said, I can't possibly let you go. I've got you, Tom.
9: No.
6: No!
11: I've got you. Ah! Ah! Ah!
8: We've got these poems to get through for English. Keats and Tennyson and Byron, some of them are a bit dense. So how about we tackle them together? Start a study group, first meeting after school, anybody.
11: You do realize you're basically talking to yourself.
8: Nobody asked you, Ram. Hey, you've got actual posters, they're so cute. Thought people might need a reminder.
11: Why do not you just message them?
8: I did, no one replied.
11: April, you're basically asking them to do school after school. That's never going to be popular.
8: I thought we could help each other. I should have known when Charlie wasn't interested. He'll do anything.
11: I think right now he's mainly dermateish.
8: <laughs> For what? Not subtle and not relevant. Fine. Gogo. go. Let me guess. Practice. Oh. You know
11: me so well. Maybe see you a bit later.
8: At study group? You should definitely be there.
11: That's not happening.
8: You have to pass English too. I don't want to talk about poetry. I'm sensing that quite strongly. Well, that was a success. So much for cooperation. That was clearly just a beautiful dream. (laughs) Hey! Watch where you're going! Sorry.
9: Bit of a rush.
8: Paper everywhere. Oh, don't feel like you have to help.
9: Of course I'll help. It's entirely my stupid fault you dropped them.
8: Dropped them? You knocked them out of my hand.
9: Clumsy of me, but, but I'll make good. For whatsoever from one place doth fall with the tide and to another brought for there is nothing lost that may be found if sought. I think that's everything here
8: thanks what is that?
9: Mm, looks like an invitation
8: not the poster, the lines you were quoting
9: oh, that Spencer's fairy queen, it just came to me
8: you know poetry?
9: bits and pieces, doesn't everyone?
8: not so much, I'm finding
9: you know how it is Sometimes a line or two suddenly connects with you. And once it's got inside it's just there. You can't get rid of it.
8: I know that feeling.
9: It's even more intense with music.
8: Yes, I, I was just going to say It's a trip. Well, maybe not that, but you must be in Mister Carlyle's other English class. I don't remember seeing you.
9: I'm new at Cole Hill. Well, newish. Just got back, really. From outer space? Feels like it. Sometimes. Thomas Laneford, by the way.
8: Oh, April McLean. Hello.
9: My friends call me Tomo. Really? You don't have to. It's not obligatory.
8: Listen, Tom, why don't you take a poster? We'll be in the library study room after school. I could use someone who knows poetry. All right, I will. And I don't want to press you or anything, but there will be snacks, probably biscuits.
9: OK, it's a date.
8: No, (laughs) just biscuits. Chocolate and cranberry. Good work
9: today, lads. Go get yourselves cleaned
11: up. Sweet through ball out there, mate. Lucky, I guess. No, don't think so. Moves like that take skill. Just going with the flow. Nah, you lined up for me, made an opportunity. You could have taken a shot yourself. Why'd you do that?
9: See, the sporting thing to do.
11: Sporting? Okay,
9: whatever. Not the right thing then, better. Nah, you lined it up and I fluffed it. Could happen to anyone, don't beat yourself up. No, you don't understand. I was
11: good at this. I was on this team because they needed me, now it's just pity. Everyone has off days. No, I can't stand it. Easy, old boy. Old boy? Where are you from?
9: Hogwarts? <laughs> nah, mate. Shoreditch, born and bred. Not sounding like that, you're not. Know I can see I'm going to have to work up my secret agent disguise. Yeah, you do that.
11: Listen. Some of the lads go for juices after practice. If you wanted to come, get to know us all a bit better? Sounds groovy. Oh, stop it, you're killing me.
9: This guy slipped
11: again. You meant to do that. Okay, you got me. Anyway, it's the coffee place. Across from the school, nothing special. Don't know why I even mentioned it.
9: Can't, I'm afraid. Not tonight, but uh, thanks. Oh, yeah?
11: Got something more important? Bit of secret agenting?
9: Meeting a girl, sort of. You don't waste any time. You see an opportunity, you go for it. You never know what's waiting around the corner.
11: True. I get hit by a bus. That's what my gran used to say. Why are old people always so cheerful?
9: Because they've seen all the bad things that can happen. Yeah, sounds right. Here,
11: catch! Uh, hey! You might want to use that first bro before your hot date.
9: April? April? Oh! Hi.
8: Tom, you came. Uh, Let me pause this.
9: Where is everyone?
8: Gone home. Everyone is just you and me. Have a biscuit.
9: Don't mind if I do. I'm ravenous after footy.
8: Oh, you play.
9: Strike is my position.
8: Like Ram. Sorry. Not really my thing.
9: I didn't mean to startle you when I came in.
8: Don't be daft. I had kind of lost track of time anyway.
9: I just keep being clumsy, don't I should have realised you were listening to your transistor. My what? Your, um, little radio. Oh,
8: it's not a radio. It's a playlist on my phone. A list of plays? What, like Macbeth? <sighs> Funny. It's songs, stuff I'm learning, that sort of thing. Oh, really? You play as well? What's your weapon of choice? Fiddle. Keyboard sometimes. It's no big deal, really.
9: Why do you say that?
8: People always think I'm weird.
9: Then they're idiots. What sort of music do you like?
8: Well, all kinds. Bits of this, bits of that. Oh,
9: nonsense. Stop hiding yourself. Tell me, really. I'm interested.
8: Folk and roots, mostly. It's not dressed up. It's not trying to be anything else. It's just... Real emotion. It's, I don't know, true. <laughs> now you're really going to hate me.
9: No, no, I get it. Seriously? Uh, you should see my record collection.
8: You're into vinyl.
9: The Birds, Judy Collins, uh, D- Dylan's my favourite.
8: Retro sounds. You go on with my mum.
9: Long players, mostly.
8: Do you write songs too? Now we're way off topic. We were meant to be reading poetry. Oh, hang all that.
9: Music is poetry. Lyrics can be a story. Come on, tell me. What have you got to lose?
8: Well, I do try sometimes. It's difficult. Why? I guess I feel everything I want to say has been said already. I don't know why I'm telling you this. But
9: that's a powerful thing, isn't it? Retelling. Old things come back and they suddenly become new again. Relevant. Alive.
8: Yes. Something for now.
9: We should write a song together. What? I play guitar, you play fiddle, we'd be great.
8: Tom, you don't just do that. You can't just meet and start a band with someone.
9: Isn't that how it works? People make a connection, get a vibe and start something.
8: Yeah, but I don't really know you. Then let's change
9: that. There's an old ballad I know needs retelling. In fact, I don't think it's ever stopped being told. Come with me.
8: What? Now? Where?
9: My house. I need to show you a book.
8: I can't just go places. My mum needs Then me.
9: call her on your tiny little telephone thing.
8: It's not that easy. I've responsibilities. April, I'm
9: begging you. This is important. Tom... No affectations. No disguise. I want to show you the truth.
8: Okay there's better not be a line though
9: it isn't i promise
10: ram singh
11: who wants to know i haven't done anything
10: i didn't say you had
11: and this is my car too so don't go getting any mad ideas i know
10: i know all about you ram i've been watching you for some time
11: that's not at all creepy. What are you on?
10: I take a strong interest in young men of ability.
11: Again? With the creepy?
10: I've been observing you on the sports field. Here, my card.
11: My Carter? Carter Horror Associates? You're a talent scout?
10: I've an eye
11: for the gifted. Not much of an eye. What I had is gone. That's not true.
10: You have so much potential, and what is lost can always be found.
11: You don't find talent falling down the back of a fridge, do you? Go speak to Liam or Reese or Tom, one of those guys.
10: I already know Thomas Laneford.
11: Oh yeah? Like the pretty boys, do you?
10: I found Thomas. I helped him.
11: How <sighs> did he got all the luck?
10: I looked deep inside and brought out his abilities. I made him better. I could do the same for you.
11: <sighs> How are you going to do that? travel back in time and magic You might be surprised
10: what I can do, but I can unleash if you let me, if you let me help.
11: I don't need some confidence talk on being my best self either. So if you're done, I've got coursework. It's not going to write itself.
10: Wait. What? Flesh calls out bone to bone, yearning to be whole again.
11: Is this you? Are you doing something?
10: The loathen fragment that was grafted onto your leg by the doctor man. Oh, my poor Ram.
11: Wait, how do you know about that?
10: You could do so much better. Oh yeah? Like how? I could make you whole. If that's what you want.
11: It's not possible. How could you even do that?
10: Experimental treatment. Cutting edge. I have my ways. Yeah? Come to Carter Hall, Ram. Come for a consultation. And find out. Hey! Don't just walk away! Where are you going? My address is on the back of my card. The garden door is best. Wait! I've got questions! Then seek, and you shall find.
8: You really live here? It's beautiful.
9: It's pretty enough. But you don't want to stay too long.
8: Just a little back from the road, but you can't hear the traffic. I guess the trees must cut out the noise.
9: Carter Hall's its own little world.
8: I used to come down this way all the time, but I've never noticed it.
9: The house and its gardens are occasionally forgotten. But it's always been here. That's what Mab says, anyway. Who's Mab? I live with her.
8: You mean she's your...
9: My guardian, I guess. Come in, won't you?
8: It's not even flat. Still all one big house. You really have it all to yourself. More or less. Your guardian must be loaded. Sorry, that was a bit crass.
9: Mab gave me everything I ever thought I wanted, but not what I really needed.
8: Mm. Parents can be complicated. Believe me, I know.
9: Mab's not my mum. I didn't You couldn't re- be more wrong.
8: Sorry, I'm just trying to understand... We all have our own uniquely messed-up lives, don't we?
9: Sorry. It's not you. I shouldn't let her get me wound up. Look, why don't you come through to the library?
8: There's a library? A whole library? Yes. You are loaded. Sorry, it's a fact.
9: Wait till you see it. I'll find that book. (sighs)
8: Strange scent. Like roses. April? What's through here? Be careful.
0: Oh, lovely stuff there. Class is brilliant, isn't it? Lots of fun to be had there. I'm looking forward to sitting down and listening to that one. Sort of, I was going to say sit down with a biscuit, but I feel like a biscuit's a bit too tame uh, to sit down and eat when, you, when you're listening to class. So maybe I'll, uh, I'll push it and have a, uh, a Coke Zero. Who knows? But yes, that'll be out in August. In fact, it might already be August by the time you're listening to this. Before we end this uh, rollercoaster ride of uh, madness and merriment, um, I think it's time to do a, a quick trailer because, you know, we do the trailers. So here we go. A solo trailer, might I add. Coming soon from Big Finish Productions, yet another... Big Finish Podcast, and this week we have an exciting one for you. I say we, but it's just me, because poor old Nick's not here uh, for this one, so I'm going to be winging it solo style. But fear not, because we have some fun fixtures for you to enjoy. We have not one, but two 15-minute drama teases uh, from Doctor Who. We have uh, The Time War, Volume 2, and we also have Doctor Who spin-off Class. Very exciting. Uh, As well as that, we also have our guest star interview we have scott hancock talking to tracy ann oberman who plays yvonne hartman in torchwood plenty to enjoy uh dip right in you're in for a treat and yeah enjoy anyway so now it is time to say goodbye Apologies that it's been a shorter podcast this week, but all things being well, Nick will be back to fully functional mode next week. You know what those Daleks are like sometimes I need a little bit of WD Fort on the old uh, caster wheels, maybe a little polish on the old uh, on the old plunger. Um But hopefully, good old Nick will be sitting in his uh, podcast chair. Uh, next week. In the meantime, he does offer his sincerest apologies for not being here. Nick, we offer all the uh, the cool vibes, healing vibes man, in your direction. Hope you're feeling um, better soon. I expect you're sitting there, well I hope you're sitting there uh, listening, listening, watching, listening we, you can listen to Star Trek now you can listen to Star Trek with our Star Trek audiobooks, but I expect he's probably watching an old Star Trek. Um, if he's not, I'll be disappointed. But yes it, it does look as though uh, it is that time, so for from me, Benji Clifford, is bye for now. You've been listening to a big finish production.